We're making an ad. Napping yeah. ad. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm. He listens to the podcast every week. Yep. Has he been canceled? Wait, is Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. <laughs> so um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The <laughs> Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. Meanwhile, in New Jersey. So, Marissa, what talking points do you want to hit on in this week's episode? Well, Jackie, let's talk about how the film addresses the patriarchy. Ooh, and representation of marginalized people. Ooh, ooh, and even philosophical ramifications of good versus evil and horror. We can point out the triangle boobs, talk about the blood splatter, and oh, the practical effects. <sighs> um, and also the male gaze. My gaze at the males. hi From feminism to fangirling, the Jersey Ghouls cover all the bases of horror from a woman's perspective. New episodes are uploaded every other Sunday. Just search Jersey Ghouls to find us on social media and your favorite podcasting app. Well, I don't know. Everyone has a podcast now. Well, not really. What is true is that, according to Nielsen statistics, 55% of the U.S. population, that's over 155 million people, have listened to a podcast, and 24% of the population, that's 68 million people, listen to podcasts weekly. And these numbers continue to trend upward. What's also true is that over 75% of all podcasts fade away after the first few episodes. It could be for a variety of reasons, lack of strong concept, poor production value, people not realizing how much time needs to be dedicated to it, or simply just not knowing how to get the word out about podcasts. That's where WeKnowPodcasting.com comes in. At WeKnowPodcasting.com, we have a combined 25 years of podcast experience, and we can help you achieve your podcasting goals. Whether you need help starting a new podcast or want to take your currently active podcast to the next level, we got you. From consultations to concept development, from theme music to editing, promotion, animation, graphics, you name it and we're here to help. Don't become another failed podcast statistic. Let us guide you and help your show become a success. Check out the website at weknowpodcasting.com. And even if you're on the fence, don't hesitate to reach out. We're friendly guys, we're passionate about pods, and we're here to help. Is that a can of Fago in your hand? It's not. It's a LaCroix. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hold uh, on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on.
Uh, so my friend Teddy's here. Teddy, can you run up to the gas station and get me a Fago, please? And make sure it's red, like Santa Claus's suit, and also what he'll be spilling when <laughs> Violent J and Shaggy Too Dope are done with him. There are few episodes that I have been this excited to do. And I'm just throwing this out there. Yeah. I believe this came up earlier on a different episode. Now, I have an EP, admittedly I got it through illegal means, called Insane Clown Posse Presents a Carnival Christmas, and it is a four-song EP of all Christmas songs. So I have the two-song EP that I think they re-released it as a single in like 2004, 2005. Santa, Santa's a fat bitch in Red Christmas. And Red right? Christmas, yeah. And yeah. there's like a there's like a, a hidden bonus track at the end of it. But it's so funny. So audience, you're gonna have to understand that Dylan is full like in his glory tonight, and I'm gonna be bouncing back and forth between some stories. But the story with that single in general was. Every Christmas, so my mom and dad would like split up in the mall and we, they would, so they could buy gifts for each other and stuff yeah. like that. And this was when I was still an only child. So I was like, I 11, 10, 11 years old. Basically, my mom and I went into Hot Topic and one of the rules was like, if I'm Christmas shopping with them, I can't get anything, right? It's Christmas. You can't yeah. get anything. But my mom did buy me that two-song ICP, Santa Claus the Fat Bitch, and Red Christmas single, which, again, this goes back to Matt and I being ridiculous in terms of physical media, because I already had both of those songs on the Forgotten Freshness, yeah. Volumes 1 and 2, well, you need but to I get didn't the- have the cover with Santa Claus with a bullet hole in his fucking head, Yeah, so no. I definitely needed to buy that CD, duh. <laughs> Well, and that's so. Let me ask you a question because this is, dude. I mean, I I feel like we're gonna give maybe five minutes to the song Santa Claus the Fat Bitch, bitch, and and we're just gonna talk about ICP because it's it's one of the many things that you and I both have an equal appreciation for. We do, Uh, we do, and I have a few questions for you as well. But go with yours first. I wanted to know how did you first discover Insane Clown Posse? Being a kid that frequented the malls with my parents, I always saw the Hatchet Man everywhere and never knew what it was about. And I always saw those amazing Jekyll Brothers posters and Spencers, the the ones with like the black light and shit. Old school Spencers, you know, and it still smelled like incense as soon as you walked in the door. Now it just smells like incels when you walk in the now door. Now it just smells like incels <laughs> when you walk in the door. Yes, you are correct. But my first experience with them and my cousin was full-blown juggalo status back in the day but um again i still didn't know what it was all about funny enough what exposed me to the insane clown posse was the backyard wrestling video game of that came out for the xbox my friend of course this is the least shocking information you've ever said on this show Of course, that was your introduction. I mean, okay, all right, hold on, hold on. So it was a mixture of the two. It was a mixture between that and hearing the Cottonmouth Kings for the first time on the Scream 2 soundtrack. Oh, man, because, yeah, Suburban Life is a fucking jam, man. Suburban Life, but if you listen to that whole album, Royal Highness, there's literally a song in there that says, and the CD was bumping, Insane Clown Posse talking about chicken hunting. So it was a mixture between that song and KMK's 
relation to ICP and the Backyard Wrestling video game that has an incredible soundtrack. The game fucking sucks, but the soundtrack is immaculate, and it also has, shout out to our boy Sean Ward out there, a ton of Andrew WK on nice. the soundtrack as well. Nice. But that that was my introduction to ICP and Twisted, and the rest All is right. history. So for me... It was the box. The box, okay. On the box, there was someone who was clearly an ICP fan who had some money to spend on the yeah. box because Halls of Illusion was playing like every hour on the hour yeah. on the box. Ticket, and please, I, thanks, walk through the doors. I was like, this song rules. And like my cousin also got really into that song. So then all of a sudden, one day I just go over his house and I don't think he ever went full-blown Juggalo, but my cousin was kind of like my gateway into all of the music that I liked as a kid. He had, he went from not listening to Insane Clown Posse to owning all of the Joker cards leading up to Great Malenko <laughs> and having a couple VHS tapes that were just like live footage and music videos. And then almost as quickly as he became an ICP fan, he stopped being an ICP fan but it stuck with me. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. That was my question to you. Do you consider yourself a juggalo? I wouldn't consider myself a juggalo. I'd consider myself a fan of Insane Clown. <laughs> 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 I would consider myself... A juggasoso? A juggasoso. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm a juggasoso. And I say that because at present point, and if any, any of you that know me knows that I'm a huge Twisted fan... At present point, Twisted and ICP are not getting along because of some oh, no. shady shit that happened over at Psychopathic Records. Yeah, I take sides on this podcast. Fuck you guys. Even though we're going to be talking ICP today. Fuck you guys. But I don't know. I've stepped away more because the fans are kind of awful. That's, <laughs> that's kind of what it comes. But then at the same time, it's like. The flip side is for four years, it felt like the Juggalos were more on the right side of history than, yeah, <laughs> than the yeah. presidential administration. So, like, it's kind of hard to, to totally shit on the Juggalos. But, like, let's just say the Juggalos don't got good PR. You know no, what I mean? No, like, you're right. They, and let's, let's also be completely honest. Like, being a Juggalo sounds awesome. You mean I'm into fucking wrestling, shitty horror movies, and, like, weird hip-hop? Yeah, of I course mean, by I'm a definition, juggalo. I'm a juggalo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, it's. I mean, I know plenty of juggalos, and they're all great people. But yeah, it's just. It's like I'm never gonna paint up my face. I have no interest in going to the gathering. Like my appreciation. There's 100 a picture of me on Facebook with my face painted. But I'll. I've done it one time. It. I did three ICP covers with my friend Eric, and we nice. did like the clown makeup. Um, we only did three covers because we could only find three instrumentals yeah. in all our search. Mikey Clark really keeps those things on under lock and key. <laughs> I think for me, like my fandom of ICP really is like, I think that there's two camps, right? Yeah. I think that there's people who like ICP okay. and they are what I would say in on the joke. Yeah. And then okay. there are people who are into ICP. And I, I don't think it's clicked to them that it's a joke that they're supposed to be in on. <laughs> so, all right. And here's my take on the whole deal is I love ICP up to about 2004. And for anybody that knows that, that's like when the first original six Joker cards kind of ended. Yeah. And 
And this is where you and I disagree, actually, because yeah. I'm a big fan of some of the new Joker card albums. I really liked Mighty Death Pop, and I really liked um, Bang, Pow, Boom yeah, so quite a bit, actually. If you go into my back room, I still own... I buy the physicals of every album they release yeah. because I'm a sucker. But... Um, <laughs> And I still you didn't do. Fall for, hold on a second, hold on a second. I got to ask you this question. Yeah, go for it. You didn't fall for, I think it was with Mighty Death Pop, when they did the four variants that had different bonus albums. I bought two. You bought two? Which yeah. two did you buy, if you don't mind All me right, asking? So I bought the Smothered and Covered one, because who doesn't want a full fucking album of yeah. Insane Clown Posse covers? That's a logical choice. And I bought the one that had uh, Fred Durst on it. I think it was like a bunch of remix songs. Okay, from man, from man. Mighty Death Pop. I did not buy the one that was just like a 30-minute song on a CD. Oh, oh, I did buy that one. <laughs> so I bought everything used on Amazon. So it yeah. was like just playing Russian roulette on which one I was going to end up with. Okay. So I ended up with the one with Freaky Tales. Dylan, it's an hour and 15-minute oh, long Oh, it's an song. hour and 15-minute long song. <laughs> it is painful to get through that song. Yeah, it is I torture. unapologetically hate jam bands, so I don't know if I could sit there and listen to an hour and 15-minute song, yeah. which is weird coming from also a guy who loves doom metal. So. Yeah. So like that's the thing. They're like, we're going to cover two shorts, Freaky Tales, and that was only nine minutes. So we're going to do 10 to 15 times with Jesus two short did. Yeah, it's bad. But then I download it. I found a, a download for the Smothered and Covered because I was definitely not buying that album twice. Dude, uh, that cover of Christina Aguilera's Beautiful actually hits. Yeah, no. It's a good, it's a good collection of covers. I wouldn't say it hits. But, but. It hits, Matt. Let it happen. Did you listen to uh, Fearless Fred Fury? The, that's that's the newest one. No, um, no, no, no. So that dropped, and I'm like, I'm not going to buy this shit. And then I listened to it, and I'm like, I'm going to buy this shit. And I was going to say, up, I really, I, I really I think do. Mikey Clark's beats have like grown astronomically in these later yeah, albums. They're I like mean, really well produced. I believe... A uh, guy by the name of Straight Jacket produced most of Fearless Fred Fury. But my biggest problem with new ICP is Jay. Jay, at some point, stopped rapping on beat. And I'm not going to get into speculation on why. But I love that early ICP because both of them had flow and both of them were great storytellers. Yeah. Where I feel like at one point... And I'm sorry to keep bringing them up because they're my boys for sure. I feel at some point Twisted surpassed them in the skill level. And I was like, I like listening to this more yeah. than I like listening to No, ICP. I think that's fair. See, so. the flip side is I do like the newer albums because of Jay. Not because his inability to stay on the beat, but I actually think that his voice got a lot more interesting because he okay. was like... He wasn't like screaming so much into you the mic, like so that? now he has like that gravelly. <laughs> yeah, like... I got something to say about Saint Nick. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my god, those first two albums when it's like the helium voice, Jay. I just can't fucking deal with that <laughs> stuff. Like, definitely, like I would say, like Riddle Box to to dude. Jekyll Brothers is like the sweet spot. Oh right my there. god, can can we? All right, let's. You can keep this in. You can take it out. Can we do an ICP podcast where we just revisit each Joker no. card? <laughs> Why not, dude? I, dude, listen. 
I quit my job, man. I can't. <laughs> I know you quit your job, but I, can't I think be we spending, can sustain this. I can't be spending any more energy on non-paying podcast gigs. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't want to revisit all of those albums. There's like the three that I'm really content listening to. Like the two bizarre albums can go fuck off. Those oh, are like, oh, dude, bizarre, bizarre. Let's go all the way. Let's go all the way. Listen, there's a handful of good tracks, but those pale in comparison to the three Joker cards that came before them. Okay, so you are a big fan of Riddlebox. I like Riddlebox a lot. I love Riddlebox. Love, love Great Malenko. Love Jekyll Brothers. So, okay. So back to that story of hearing their music and playing as them in Backyard Wrestling, the first one. Legit, I heard those songs, and 90% of the ICP songs that are in that game are on the Great Malenko. I think another love song's on there from Jackal Brothers as well. Yeah. But most of the songs are from Great Malenko. And then I heard Twisted's We Don't Die on there. So I went to Best Buy and I bought two albums. I bought Great Malenko and I bought Freak Show, uh, Twisted's Freak Show. And seriously, for like that, the rest of that month, that is all I fucking listen to. <laughs> I can recite so, both of those albums front to back right so now. So one of the more embarrassing things for me Nothing is, is embarrassing, dude. We're self-proclaimed juggalos tonight. That and is even true. if Matt's going to sit there and say he's not a juggalo, I'm saying Matt's a fucking juggalo, bro. I mean, I guess I kind of am because when I pop in Great Malenko. Hell yeah, that, dude. And that title track comes on. Great I am Malenko. literally I'm literally sitting in my car <laughs> just like... Great Malenko. <laughs> yeah, great Malenko. <laughs> yes, dude. That shit hits so hard. We're making an ad. Napping ads. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm. He listens to the podcast every week. Yep. Has he been canceled? Wait, is Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. <laughs> so, um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The <laughs> Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. Meanwhile, in New Jersey... So, Marissa, what talking points do you want to hit on in this week's episode? Well, Jackie, let's talk about how the film addresses the patriarchy. Ooh, and representation of marginalized people. Ooh, ooh, and even philosophical ramifications of good versus evil and horror. We can point out the triangle boobs, talk about the blood splatter, and, oh, the practical effects. <sighs> um, and also the male gaze? My gaze at the males... Hi From feminism to fangirling, the Jersey Ghouls cover all the bases of horror from a woman's perspective. New episodes are uploaded every other Sunday. Just search Jersey Ghouls to find us on social media and your favorite podcasting app. So I guess we do need to talk. Yeah, let's about talk about that song, song briefly. Bit, but we're just gonna talk, guys. You need to understand that ICP does have a few Christmas songs, but I knew when we when we got on the topic of ICP that I didn't just want to talk ICP Christmas. So thankfully I convinced Matt that we'll just focus on Santa Claus is a fat bitch for tonight. That way we can also talk about my like 
absolute love for Juggalo subculture as a whole. And we're not even going to get to touch on Dark Lotus, Blaze Your Dead Homie, Anybody Killer, and everybody else that's spawned out of Psychopathic Records and is continuing to make much better music over at Magic Ninja Entertainment. Oh, this is cute. I just went on Rap Genius, and the bar the bar on Rap is Genius red is, and green. is red and green. Yeah. <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> Yo, so you did the same thing, I take it. <laughs> Santa Claus a Fat Bitch dropped December 6, 1994. So we are before the release of Riddlebox, but after the release of Ringmaster, which is, it's crazy because this song is very Riddlebox-esque. Yes. It's very bouncy, and we're getting Jay and Shaggy in both prime, like, scream rapping, but... It's absolutely amazing. And I so I, I want to just take a minute to highlight. Yeah. There's only... So I'm on Rap Genius. I'm getting the vibe that Dylan's also on Rap Genius. I'm also on Rap Genius, yes. There's only a handful of things that someone took the time to throw. Hey, this is what this is a reference to, which is what I use Rap Genius for is, hey, I'm not sure if I totally understand that reference point. Yeah. But the fact that one of the four is for Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, and Cupid, and it just says... <laughs> This refers to the names of Santa's reindeer. Thanks, Rap Genius. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite one is the Ridiculous. the Twas the Night Before Christmas and Everything's Whack. And it's just yeah. like another reference to the Night Before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, like, Albeit the, the term rat used instead of mouse in order to emphasize the poorer conditions that Violet J and Shaggy are currently living in. And you know what? We'll just finish off the third one. The third and final one is a reference to the fact that he says, Oh, my Undertaker in a Paul Bearer voice. It which is. At least, which at least on that one, at least on that one, I'm like, I could understand that someone might be crawling through this and not know that. Dude, so what's funny is like, I I just read that and I was like, Oh my God, that is a reference to The Undertaker. I like, yeah. like Paul Bearer. So I'm like, I never picked that up when I listened to this song. But I'm going to be also completely honest. As much of an ICP fan as I am, I haven't listened to Santa Claus is a Fat Bitch in at least 10 years. <laughs> Listen, the only two things that I remember about this song, beyond the way that they sing the chorus, that Santa Claus is, is a, a fat, fat bitch. That and the opening line, Santa Claus suck my balls, <laughs> drunk Santa, as hell. You do, you can't do it unless you gotta, you gotta get into it, bro. Do your best Violent J impression. Santa, Santa Claus. Claus, suck my balls. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Santa Claus, suck my balls. Drunk ass hell, ringing bells at the malls. Dude, do they have this as an instrumental? No. Because, oh, I couldn't even suck. find Halls of That'd Illusion. Awesome, I mean. And when what? I tried to do Hocus Pocus, I could only find the music video remix version of it, which is uh, fine, it's not but it's not nearly as good as the record. The other thing I remember is their impression of Santa in the middle of the song, which is... <laughs> don't go that way, Rudolph. That's the ghetto. <laughs> the ghetto. <laughs> Those boys and girls don't deserve <laughs> anything. <laughs> so honestly, throwback to a previous episode that we did with Kadesh Flow, but yeah. Santa Claus is a fat bitch really does have more in common with Santa Come to the Ghetto than most other Christmas songs. I'm going to have to text Dash after this and be like, dude, we should have had you on a second episode. <laughs> Not that we're comparing the Insane Clown Posse to the incredible James Brown, but... No, just in the themes of the song, All right, they're, so they're, they're covering similar themes in very different ways. Like we are, I feel like honestly, James Brown's was like a, hey, don't forget us, come check it out. 
Meanwhile, like, ICP's just like, Motherfucker, you know you ain't coming, so fuck you. (laughs) So, like, the first verse is very tame until you get to the end. Where he's like, I'm that sniper on the building. Yeah. (laughs) To my nine go click, Santa's a fat bitch. Hey, listen, we covered the night that Santa went crazy. This is just reversed. We did. This this could be the sister version of the song. For all we know, Violent J was part of the raid that stopped Santa the night that he went crazy. (laughs) This is actually a very heroic song. He probably was. That's it. That's it, dude. This is the mirror version of that song where ICP, (laughs) Violent J, and Shaggy Too Dope save the slaughtered reindeer and elves. All right, so Shaggy Shaggy Too Dope. Yeah, I got something to say about St. Nick. Fuck that hoe. He never brought shag shit. No toys, no candy canes, just a lump of coal. So I eat it because there ain't nothing in the cupboards. That didn't rhyme. I'm just letting Shaggy (laughs) know that that actually didn't rhyme at all. (laughs) So I'll be quick, quick and brief. All I need for Christmas is my two front teeth. Got mine kicked, kicked out of my mouth. Need a few new ones, so can you help me out? That's a stretch, but I'll give it yeah. to him. Uh, get the short, get the short end, end of the stick. No, no kind, kind of gift. Man, he's really... Shit. So this is like, what, 16 bars just about the fact he didn't get something for Christmas. He just keeps coming up to the same topic, but yeah. yeah. Some I mean, at least bad. at the end of this one, he didn't kill Santa. No, no, no. He's just like, yo... You're a bitch. You didn't bring me things. Yeah. Um, so let's go back to where. So verse three, we got Violent J. Santa Claus, Santa Claus, where you been? I see you got some cookies and milk on your chin. I guess you had time to collect your ends. I hope you down with all your rich friends. So yeah, he's accusing him of only helping out yeah. his rich friends. I'm liking it. I'm liking where this. He didn't bring a sleigh my way. Nothing but coal and dirt. So he's just repeating what Jack said in the previous yeah. verse there. You couldn't fit uh, down my chimney shafts. You needed to lose some of that fat ass. Ass and shaft also getting... don't rhyme. And yeah, Violent J's back to wanting to kill him. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'ma kill that fat bitch. <laughs> Dude, Man. this song fucking rules. I don't this care is... who you are. If you cannot get down with Santa Claus is a fat bitch by ICP, we cannot be friends. And honestly, kind of explains like why I've distanced myself from quite a few people recently. Yeah. San- like, Santa they can't Claus get down with bitch. Santa Claus is a fat bitch. Get the fuck out of my life, bro. He ate too much McDonald's. That's ate true. Ate too much McDonald's. All right, so let's do this last. Let's see this last verse because I'm sensing a real theme here, which is that <laughs> Violent J ends his verses with wanting to murder Santa, while Shags just kind of bitches about just the stuff sad. he didn't it's, get. It's kind of sad, and I, it looks like we're gonna keep heading down that route. Twas the night before Christmas, and everything's whack. Not a creature stirring, but a fucking rat. I ain't hearing jingle bells. I ain't hearing nothing. Ain't smelling no turkey. Sure as hell ain't no stuff. And I'm going to try to read the rest of this as seriously as possible. Yeah, you should. All night I prayed, wished and prayed that fat motherfucker would swing my way and drop off soldiers and rubber rubber balls. But I woke up and found some crusty old draws. Yup, yup, I knew it. The shaft again and again and again and again. Every year I wake up to the same old shit house empty no sign of the fat bitch yeah i think violent j won on this one i appreciate that you uh pronounced it the way that it should be pronounced to rhyme with the word balls but on rap genius they just put it drawers (laughs) drawers Um, (laughs) some crusty old drawers 
and then yeah, the following line he uh, he rhymed again with again with again, again. with again and again. <laughs> um, I always felt like Shaggy was not the good rapper in ICP, and this song is not changing me. And that's the thing. I mean, it's no secret that in terms of Psychopathic Records as a whole and Insane Clown Posse, that Violent J was kind of the mastermind behind pretty much everything. But in my personal opinion, much like Vince McMahon with the WWE, somebody has fallen a little bit out of touch with what is good. But we're going to stay in 94 with Santa Claus is a fat bitch. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Works Um, for me. So we finish with the Buck Owen sample. Which I am... (laughs) You said this earlier, but I agree with you. There's no way they paid for any clearance on that <laughs> sample. no way they paid Buck Owens <laughs> for this sample. If anybody is familiar with Psychopathic Records, they have an entire group called the Psychopathic Riders that literally built their sound over just stealing beats and not paying for them. So <laughs> whenever I would talk to my friends in high school who weren't Juggalos, like they knew... Like three ICP songs. One of them was always Ned and Game. Everyone knew the uh, the dating. Well, game that song. was that was definitely one of those songs that if you were on Napster and you typed in Insane Clown Posse, it was the top result every yeah. single time for some reason. Another one that I feel like everyone knew was um, either House of Horrors or Boogie Woogie Woo. Yeah. I mean, they're very interchangeable songs. I'm more of a House of Horrors fan I myself, but they're House both great Horrors. songs. So good. So good. But but ICP as a whole was always that band that I felt people knew who they were, but didn't know any of their songs. Well, and that's the thing. I use House of Horrors a lot to like explain why I like Insane Clown Posse, because yeah. I feel like that song specifically, it's like... Listen to this and you tell me that this is a serious band. Like, yeah. like, like everyone's like, oh, they're the worst rappers ever. And I'm like, they know. That's yeah. why they're good. <laughs> like, yes. They're aware of their skill set and are having fun with it. They are. And they have doing fun so. with telling stories. They're great yeah. storytellers. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, I remember I did an article one time for Geekscape. This was years ago. I was doing an article series called Guilty Pleasures. And in that specific article, it was right, it was right when Lil Wayne was named the hottest MC in the game. And I was like, we're going to play a little game. I'm going to write down seven lines from rap songs. Three of them are from Insane Clown, or six six lines. Three are from Insane Clown Posse. Three are from Little Wayne. And yeah. you tell me <laughs> which is which. And it was very difficult. <laughs> like, Ever so often, I will go back and I'll take a day or two and listen to nothing but old school ICP. If there's one thing I just want our audience to do when you... When you're sitting and listen in, to all the great Malenko. When you're laying in bed tonight and you're going to sleep and you just heard Dylan and Matt's sultry voices talk to you about Santa Claus as a fat bitch, I want you to pull up whatever streaming service you're listening to, Amazon Prime, Apple Music, Spotify, or do one even better. Buy the CD. Mm-hmm. Play the uh, great Malenko album from beginning to end. Let Alice Cooper introduce you to what is one of the greatest albums ever made and i will say 
my favorite song off the Great Malenko is a completely un like uh, underappreciated song, "Under the Moon." Under I the Moon's fun. Absolutely love "Under the Moon," and I just have to say, "Fuck you and the Moon." Fuck you and the Moon, Dylan. Yeah. Fuck you and the Moon, Matt. <laughs>
Hi, Geekscapists. The Geekscape podfather, Jonathan, here. In May, we lost one of our own, longtime Geekscapist Christopher Ellis, who was a friend and a part of our geek community from the very beginning. Chris even met his wife, Sarah, through our podcast, and their 2015 wedding seemed like a giant Geekscape party. Chris's final weeks battling in the hospital shed light on a huge national problem. The COVID pandemic has almost completely depleted our national and local blood banks. These supplies are used by thousands of hospitals to provide life-saving treatments to patients or to buy enough time for loved ones just to say goodbye. So for the next month and beyond, we're going to do it big in Chris's memory and do some good in the process. We're throwing a blood drive. Visit www.aabb.org to find a donation center near you or visit other blood and platelet donation centers like the Red Cross. And let's make things interesting. For the next month, take a selfie of yourself donating with the hashtag GeekscapeGives and tag your favorite Geekscape podcast. We'll pick some charitable Geekscapists to send prizes to, and the podcast that gets mentioned the most will also get some cool rewards. I should actually cancel the podcast that gets mentioned the least. Can I do that? Whatever. The point is, go out there and donate some blood, tag a selfie of yourself doing it with the hashtag GeekscapeGives, and get others to do the same. We couldn't save our friend Chris, but we can do a whole lot of good in his name. Geekscape forever! You're listening to the Geekscape Network. We're making an ad. Napping ads. This is where I think if we're doing it right... Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm-hmm. He listens to the podcast every week. Yep. Has he been canceled? Wait, is Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. <laughs> so, um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The <laughs> Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama. Real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. Meanwhile, in New Jersey. So, Marissa, what talking points do you want to hit on in this week's episode? Well, Jackie, let's talk about how the film addresses the patriarchy. Ooh, and representation of marginalized people. Ooh, ooh, and even philosophical ramifications of good versus evil and horror. We can point out the triangle boobs. Talk about the blood splatter and, oh, the practical effects. Um, and also the male gaze. My gaze at the males. Hi-o! From feminism to fangirling, the Jersey Ghouls cover all the bases of horror from a woman's perspective. New episodes are uploaded every other Sunday. Just search Jersey Ghouls to find us on social media and your favorite podcasting app. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.